Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patea, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information and advice. I'm absolutely delighted to be joining me on the show today. It's Dave, how are you doing, my man? Trevor, good morning, mate. Now, nice you might be pleasure. thinking, where on earth are we? What are we doing? I'm actually in what is regarded as one of the best restaurants in this city. And I absolutely say that with no conviction whatsoever, apart from it, it's absolutely true. We're in the Sportsman. We're in the Sportsman. So, my man, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to be on. It's nice to be coming out of the, uh, oh, the last two years. It's been a little bit of a nightmare for everybody. Yeah. But we're coming out of it. Things are getting busier. So I'm, yeah. uh, much well, I just better, walked through the restaurant. Much better yeah. place. Yeah, it's been busy. In yeah. fact, we couldn't get in the restaurant, oh, no, so we've yeah. had to come into where, the kitchen. Where, yeah, where, where, where are you taking me? This is in the pie kitchen. <laughs> this is our pie facility. Now, as you yeah. can see, I like a pie or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we talk about sportsmen, I mean, you, you know, guys, if you've never been to the sports, Soy 13 on Second Road, you can get to it from Beach Road or, or Second Road. And, you know, you, and I'm not going to just say it because it's like I'm trying to big you up. They generally do have, you have one of the best reputations here as far as restaurants are concerned. Whenever okay. I talk about the, the food here, or I talk about sportsmen, when I'm walking past, the amount of people say, oh, it's fantastic, your Sunday carvery. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, that is. Got a good that, reputation. Oh, God, yeah. 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 But before we talk about all that, let's talk about, about yourself. So where are you originally from? I'm from the UK, from Colchester. Colchester? I'm an Essex boy for my sins. Oh things. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I served in Colchester. Oh right, okay, yeah. there's a big garrison there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was in the green jackets, so I served and, in Colchester. Okay. And, and I did a bit of turn in the glass house as well. And, oh right, I was about to say they had the glass house. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, and the Gurkhas were stationed there That's as right, well. Yeah. yeah, it's quite yeah. an active town. It was active when we were growing up. Cool, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. on the weekends. Had some yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're from Colchester. Yep. You're over here in Thailand. How long have you been in Thailand now? I first came out in 1990. So do the math. Is that wow, 30 it? something? That's you start like, counting at a yeah, certain that's stage, like 30 I think. Odd years. 30 odd years, yeah. Came out in 1990, yeah. Man, what was yeah. it like? Uh, it was like the Wild West. The, yeah, the, the, the basis is still the same, I guess, but it has changed. It's evolved, obviously, mm. over the last sort of uh, 32 years since I've been here. Uh, the demographic, the clientele, there has been a lot of changes, mm. but you know, the R&R is the same. Yeah. You know, the, the beer bars, the ladies. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that has stayed sort of pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, but there has been a lot of changes, obviously, with the infrastructure and that, and they're still working on it. Oh, Never man, stops. have you been down Walking Street lately? That's it, yeah, part I mean, of it, yeah. And, and the thing I love about what they do here, and I don't know how that's been consistent over the time you've been here, it's a lot longer than me, but it's like lastminute.com. Right, we're going to open the country up, so let's quickly dig up Walking Street. And everywhere else at the oh, same time. Crazy. They've just had two years with nobody here, and then they're digging everything up. Second road. Fifth, soy 15. I couldn't, you know, I was, we was coming down to Soy 15 to come down here. Yeah. No, do a U-turn. They've completely blocked all behind the, uh, the Avenue Mall. Yeah. Some things, see, some things no, haven't changed. You see, 32 years, it's exactly the same as what years. it was, yeah. So when you came here 32 years ago, did you come here to Patel, or was it just in Thailand in general? Pretty much. I was traveling around the world. I did the backpacking oh, wow. thing. You know, we, called, we, we hitchhiked through Europe and we went to India and spent a couple of months in India and then came nice. through Asia. The idea was to go around the world. I was traveling yeah. with a friend of mine uh, and it took us, I'm guessing, six, seven months to get to Australia, run out of money, worked <laughs> in Australia and then never actually got the other way, the other half around the world. Oh, we wow. came back to Asia because of... of so uh, you, you got here and that was it? Job that was done. it. Come back and forth. I think it actually took me about seven years to get all the way around. But wow. Enjoyed Asia so much, particularly uh, Thailand, but we travelled through Laos and Cambodia and Vietnam and Malaysia, Singapore. We, you know, it was a backpacking thing. I was 20 years old, you know, mm. it was lovely. Fantastic. Not a care in the world. <laughs> um, in fact, funny story, we, we were in Bangkok first and we went to Koh Samet before I came yep. to Pasir. And, uh, and we were only there one night and I bumped into a German guy 
and sort of he said where have we been we've been to Kanchanaburi and I asked him where, where have you come from and he said oh, we've just come from Pattaya well I didn't really sort of research stuff and I said oh yeah Pattaya I've heard about it is it any good he said it's absolutely terrible oh, he said it? full of alcoholics and girls <laughs> check Ben Let's that was go. it we were on the next boat out oh, and that was it fantastic we, yeah, so, fantastic yeah, yeah. well he was pretty much right he was right yeah I don't think he's ever come back <laughs> no again. I don't think yeah. he is I don't think so when you came obviously backpacking around the world and you got here you, you've arrived here what was your vision in terms of like how you were going to stay here and live here? I mean, did you always have in mind, I need to open a business or is it something you just... Initially, no, it didn't cross my mind for the first seven years. It was never my intention to come and live here. Right. I was traveling. I went to America. I used to work around the world wherever I could get work. I spent a couple of years in Australia. Um, and I think it was after about seven years of being here, I, uh, I was in America. I was working in North Carolina and the work fell through and then I was back in the UK. Okay. And it was the last place in the world I wanted to be at that particular time in my life. And I said to my, one of my traveling companions at the time, I said, that's it, I'm going back to Pattaya. I said, I'm gonna open a bar. And I'd already been here seven years, so it was, right. I'd already got a network of friends. I came back, I told a few of the lads that, yeah, I'm gonna open a bar. And they're like, oh, no, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work. And from day one, it was packed. It was right next to Happy A Go Go. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of the old school guys yeah, will remember yeah, it. The Horn Bar, it, it was yeah. a bit of a, it had a bit of a reputation. Okay. Yeah, it was, okay. Uh, it was full on. It was busy, was it? it was, yeah, it was busy. <laughs> just full of, uh, yeah. full, full of lads. Not, not like it is in, in the sportsman. No, no a different, different, same, the, the same guys still come to the sportsman. Do they? They don't get up to the same yeah. antics as yeah. what we did in the Horn Bar 25 right. years ago. I can imagine pie chips whatever. probably isn't that attractive yeah. compared to a we girl had pie mashing liquor down there as well. <laughs> Brilliant. We had some fun. So that's how it started for me. After travelling for about seven years, I opened yeah. a bar down in Walking Street. And like I said, it was right next to one of the best go-go bars in town, yeah. right next to Happier Go-Go. And we, we just smashed it there for a few years. So what made you stop then if it, if it was going so well? Why did you change and go into like the, the restaurant side? Oh, my liver. My what, liver oh, made me stop, yeah. Well, with beer bars, um, it is hard work, you know, and you are expected to drink. And because I was quite yeah. young at the time, I enjoyed drinking. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I just did a little bit too much of it. I ended up uh, with a few health issues, <laughs> uh, which I solved. But right. the, the easiest and quickest way of solving that was to get out the bar. Right. And, and that's when I moved to the, the sportsman. So um, when you came to the sportsman, oh, I'm guessing rightly or wrongly, you had no catering experience as such? No, I've always been front of house. No catering experience whatsoever. Wow, that's um, brave This was all my, always my local. I knew the original owner from the day they opened. Yeah. I knew his father who had the sportsman on, on Soy 6. Um, so from the day he opened here, and he opened two weeks after I opened my bar. So for five years, this was my local restaurant. Um, so it was a no-brainer when I thought I need to get out of that industry yeah yeah and i said to my partner at the time or to be partner i said would you be interested in me buying half of the business and he wasn't in a particularly good place at the time okay and that's how i got involved with the sportsman fantastic because i mean you do you touched on it just then and it's a really really valid point when you do run a bar when you own a bar you are expected to be there all the time and of course everyone walks in hello dave have a beer mate yes and you're like yeah, Again, you in, know, the beer, in the beer bar, obviously here, here not so much, but it does change your clientele. Mm -hmm. When I was still drinking uh, very sociably, yeah. uh, I used to have a slightly different clientele. As I've got older and a little bit wiser maybe, uh, laying off the booze, um, and, and the younger guys are not coming in as much. Some of the guys that are my age that are still partying heavily yeah. don't come in as often. Yeah. But you know what, that's, that's not my bag anymore. It's, yeah. uh, 
Well, so when you took over the Sportsman, in what kind of state was it in, in terms of like its reputation? What was it doing? Was it like food good, and stuff? good reputation. A guy called Steve opened it up in 97, Valentine's Day 97. Uh, very, very experienced chef, really nice guy. Uh, he had a really good reputation. Uh, he got a little bit poorly with, with uh, mm -hmm. shingles or something. He lost his enthusiasm a little bit. He took in another partner and that really wasn't working out. Right, and and yeah. it started nosediving from there. But they had a great reputation prior to me coming in. Um, I came in and, and with that, I think I brought a, brought a little bit of flair to the front of house. I yeah. obviously brought a big drinking crew yeah, with course, me yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, we've just evolved from there. It's been a slow process, but... Um, so when you took over, then obviously it had a good reputation to start with. Did that not like put you under a bit more pressure? Because you're thinking, well, you know, I've got to keep this this reputation and try and get it to be more, rather than thinking, oh no, what if I don't keep it? Yeah, no, I was pretty confident. I was confident that I could do. You know, I had five years uh, hospitality in the beer bar, okay. slightly different, but it's yeah. it's just being the face and being nice and and, and um, treating your customers with respect and having a good conversation with them and giving them some time and I was pretty confident when I came here that I could turn it around that was that yeah. was the deal with Steve I said listen let me in I'll, I'll turn it around with you you know um, you've got to be confident in what you do if you're lacking confidence then that's uh, uh, you know a sure way of failing I guess yeah I mean you've done an extremely good job I mean it, you know I said it earlier on in the video and I'll say it again you know whenever you mention the sportsman oh great place you know I, I can probably count on one hand in the 10 years I've lived here of anybody that's not had a good time and right, I couldn't okay. count with all my hands and fingers and feet and yours. Many people have said you've had a fantastic time. Yeah, so, okay. you know, you've clearly done a fantastic job. You yeah. really, really have. Just, just keeping on top of it. That's so, it, yeah. in terms of the sportsman, what's what's the biggest challenge for you here? Currently, mm. uh, still red tape, I guess, getting things open. Um, I think at the turn of the month, there's going to be more restrictions. Nearly all restrictions uh, are going to be lifted. Yeah. Um, so that has been the biggest challenge recently. Um, Challenges? No, it's just the challenge of running a restaurant. Really, you you have to you have to have your finger in in all pies. You have to know every aspect of the business. You know, although I'm not a qualified chef, you need to know the recipes. You need to know menu development, cleanliness, value for money, staff training, keep your staff happy. Uh, that's the biggest challenge: is is keeping your finger on the pulse with every, every aspect of the business. It's not like if you're an electrician, you need to mm. do the electrics. If you're a plumber, you do the plumbing. So do you, Being a restaurant owner, you really need to, to, to be in touch with every aspect of it. Yeah. So do you create the, the, the menus? So you sit down and it's your decision, so right, we're going to do these dishes? Or yeah, no, norm, Normally with my kitchen manager, depending okay. who I'm working with at the time. I've, I've been quite lucky. I've had some great uh, Western managers. I'm working with a new guy at the moment, and English guy is getting on very, very well. So I normally sit down with them. They obviously are the skilled chefs. They mm. have a lot yeah. more experience. I have a lot of experience in menu development and what okay. the customer wants um, and costings and stuff so we'd sit down together and, and really do the menu development yeah your, your Sunday carvery mm. absolutely quality yeah I yeah mean. that uh, we've been doing that for, for donkeys actually a couple of decades I guess and I think what made it successful initially was we just kept topping everything up even if we weren't busy if it was if, if the food didn't look uh, 100% 
throw it away, put fresh food out. And we slowly built up a, 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 a big clientele of people that enjoyed the freshness and the quality yeah. of the food. Fantastic. And now it's snowballed, whereas we, str- we don't struggle, but it's hard work to keep up with the flow of people. So now the success of the carvery is that we have so many great customers coming in every Sunday mm. eating that our food is always fresh. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're doing 30, 40 kilos of meat go out through the carvery and, and, and uh, but initially it was hard work you know we didn't make money for the first year because we were re, you know throwing so much of the fruit and uh, the vegetables away to keep it fresh but I must admit when I when I've been here myself and, and had the sun it is fantastic but what what you said earlier it's the choice yeah there's a couple such of, a great yeah. choice and there's some unusual that's it yeah something a little bit different not not there's not too many places that have roast lamb on because yeah. it's very expensive and getting more expensive we have brussels sprouts we have steak yeah. and kidney pudding green beans cauliflower and broccoli yeah. cheese so yeah there's a few different things yeah. on there as well beetroot we always have a couple of different soups on in that as well so it is a little bit different. You yeah. know, we get a lot of people coming from the UK that, that are like, you know what, this is the best I've ever had. This is better <laughs> than we get in the UK, yeah. so, which is flattering, yeah. But it, but it must be true, though, because, you know, all jokes aside, you are rammed on a Sunday. You know? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, unless you're in, you're out, that's it. You know, you, you've got nowhere getting in because you're just so busy. Yeah. But the staff are pretty good of turning tables and, and you know, I most I know majority of the customers, so if they're... They've eaten already and they just want to sit down and enjoy a coffee. They're okay with sitting at the bar and moving yeah. tables. So we accommodate. We try to get big tables to book before they come in mm. because um, it's difficult to put a table of six oh, or a table yeah. of eight in if you haven't booked. But we seem to juggle it quite well. You know, so the, away from the Sunday carvery, what's your most popular dish? Um, our most pof- popular dish, I would say, is fish and chips. Is it? Yeah, fish and chips. Uh, daily roasts, because it's not just the Sunday roast. We yeah. have roast beef, roast lamb, roast pork uh, on the menu every day. Um, a Thai food is very, very popular. But yeah, the fish and chips is good. Bacon, bacon-wrapped prawns, of all nice. things. Uh, beef nachos are a very, very good seller. Um, it's not a particularly difficult job to redevelop our menu because everything on there sells really good. The, the hard thing is, is what to take off. Right. You know, yeah. we're full of ideas yeah. of what to replace it yeah. with. But you always find whatever you take off, customers will always say, oh, well, what's happened to the chicken tortilla wraps? And, yeah. Well, they weren't selling. They were one of our, yeah, but I loved them. And so we don't change. We don't change a whole lot. Uh, just after COVID, we, we made quite a few changes okay. because we felt that everything had been a bit stagnant for a couple of years. So we put a lot more healthy options on. We put another four salads on. We put smoothie bowls on. We put some avocado dishes on nice. and that. So we spruced it up a little bit, yeah. Aside from the food menu, you've got another good reputation for being a good sports bar. Come and watch all the sports. Yeah. I mean, how does that work for you? Is, is that something that you focus on in terms of like the big events or is it like a day-to-day opportunity to come in and watch sport? Just consistency, really. You know, we, we advertise all the live sports that we have on every weekend and during the week. You know, everything's uh, on our Facebook page, on our web page. Mm. Um, we've got a great system. You know, we've, we've got a couple of boxes we can play, all these sort of sky sports and yeah. everything. We've got four true boxes. So it's, we get pretty, if it's televised, we can get it on. We've got eight TV screens, you know, they're all interchangeable, mm. so we can put which sport you want on which table. Um, there's a lot more competition now yeah. in sports bars yeah. than there was 25 years yeah. ago yeah. With, uh, with the obvious Witherspoons and other yeah. great, great restaurants, great sports bars. Mm. They're hard to keep up with because they're more designated sports bars. Mm. But we do push our sports 
heavily mm. um, and we do get a lot of guys in you know the Formula One is always popular the UFC mm. early in the morning is, is, yeah. is always busy and of course the Premiership which is off at the moment and we also get a lot of Australian guys in okay. so we put all the NRL games on all oh, the nice. AFL we're in the middle of the state of origin at the moment I'm on the blues <laughs> see there you go <laughs> see if you want to watch any of the sport come down and uh, you, you'll probably get it on there for yeah you. yeah for sure if it's televised we'll get it on in terms of like the, the situation in right now I mean, obviously you've got an incredibly good reputation you're very busy have you ever thought of expanding and, and getting into bigger premises because you've uh, been here a long, long time. Have been here a long time. We tried that. I won't go into too many details. Okay, okay. People said, you need a bigger place. We got a bigger place and couldn't fill it up. No. It was a bit of a learning curve. Oh, a wow. bit of a learning curve. Yeah, we opened a really, really high-end steakhouse uh, 16 years ago. And right. it was regarded as probably one, one of the best restaurants in town. Gotcha. Timing was not the best. There was some political stuff. Right. That's when taxing got kicked out. Okay. Um, and yeah, we struggled with that. Um, so... At the moment, I'm pretty happy, happy where you I go. am. You know, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. And, sure. and, you know, I've been here such a long time. I don't sort of kick back and think, you know, that's it. I've, I've cracked it. I've made it. I just work as hard as I've always worked. And I just enjoy working here. I enjoy the sportsmen, you know. Yeah, I must admit, I when think, I came in, like, everyone was saying hello to you. And yeah. It's like, like a family. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. So... Obviously, you're working hard. You've done fantastic here. I mean, how do you relax? Do you relax? Do you get any chance uh, to, to do anything other than be here? Yeah, I never used to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have quite a young family now. My son is nine years old. So okay. well, when you get you a family, yeah, so it keeps you on your toes and also reminds you that there are other things that you need to enjoy. And my family are so important to me, you know, whether it's my direct family back in the UK or my immediate family here now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm forced and I love doing it, taking time off with him. So we do our holidays. Um, he does all sorts of different stuff, which I do with him. I used to drum as a kid and okay. he's now a drummer. I swim a lot. He's now a very, very good swimmer. He does a lot of competitions in Bangkok and that. Oh, so that makes me, well, I don't know if that's relaxing, is it? <laughs> well, it's just something else to do. different, isn't it? A different yeah. angle, a different angle. Um, apart from that, no, I'm pretty relaxed at work. Mm -hmm. I enjoy being at the sportsman. And, you know, I work hard, but then every now and again, if there's a decent sporting event on, you know, I'll sit down and drink some beers with the boys and, and I'm relaxed. Happy day. Um, so you've yeah. been here 32 years. Yeah. I'm guessing you've travelled around Thailand quite a bit. Yes. What's your favourite place away from the city here? Um, oh, Ko Chang, I guess. Nice. Really, you know, nice. for convenience of being... Uh, being that close to Patio, we go down. I've got some good friends down there that have got a beautiful resort down there. We nice. go down with the family. I love the beach. I love the ocean down there. You go in the right season. Yeah. The ocean's crystal clear. It's dead flat. You know. What, you, you, you don't like the Patio beach? Not, not, not as much. Not as much. <laughs> they, they, they've improved it. They have improved it. When uh, it's not washed yeah. away, it's, it's better than it has <laughs> been in the past. But I would say, yeah, I love another week in Ko Chang. Ko It's beautiful, yeah. Oh, there you go, guys. The so you want to go away? Yeah. Get yourself down coach chain. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, brilliant. So you're here, we're doing well, everything's good. We're now starting to edge towards a re uh, the resume of normality. Yeah. Where do you see Thailand coming out of this? How, how do you see the, the next six months or 12 months? How do you see it unfolding? Quickly. Do you think? Yeah, I think it's going to pick up quickly. I'm not sure if that's for every industry, although like the tourist sector is so big here mm -hmm. in Patia, nearly everything revolves around tourism. I think it's going to bounce back and it is bouncing back touch wood mm. hope I'm not jinxing anybody but I think it's going to bounce back really quickly I wasn't sure nobody was sure coming out of it at the end of last year they opened up they closed down for this new oh. strain and I thought I oh, know that you know this is going to be the end of it if they keep stopping and starting hopefully they're not going to start backpedaling now um, people are now regaining their confidence yep. of they can come on holiday it's not going to get shut down um, all the restrictions are being lifted 
Um, I think it's going to bounce back really quickly. You know, we're coming into the so-called sort of low season. I think there's so many people out there that haven't been able to come for two yeah, years, totally two and agree. a half years. Totally agree. But are not put off about the monsoon season and it's low season and they would normally go to Spain or Greece. They're like, no, you know what, we need to get to Padilla, we need to get to mm. Thailand. So I think it's going to increase gradually. Um, and then next high season, Hold, yeah. on, hold on to your hats. Fingers crossed. Well, I must yeah. admit, you're absolutely spot on when you said about last year, because, I, I mean, from from a, a business point of view, they couldn't have hurt the businesses any more than what they did by saying, right, we're going to have New Year, and then two days before, oh, no, we're shutting you all down. That's it. You know, the people have bought in lots of stock. They're prepared. They were ready for a New Year's Eve party, which is, you know, consistently a good time of year for businesses. Be, for and sure. then they went, bang, have that. For the business owner, it was devastating, yeah. Mm. really was. Yeah. It really was. Well, you're here still. You're smiling and yeah. you're good. So we're near the end. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this question because uh, you've got 32 years, 32 years of experience here. I've got a guy watching the channel right now. He's just going to come over here because, like you said, there's going to be no low season this year. He's right That's here it. now. Say, son, put your bags down. Sit down with Dave and listen to his words of wisdom. What would you tell him? Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. Don't make the mistakes I made. Okay. And... You know, pay, be respectful to the locals. They're lovely, lovely people. You get on the wrong side of them, they're not as nice. Uh, pay, you know, be respectful to the locals. And if you do make any mistakes, learn from them. Mm. Yeah, because everybody makes mistakes, yeah, but learn do. from them. Be respectful, keep your nose clean. Um, and and Paddy is a great place. You know, there's, you, you, you don't get in any bother here, you know, yeah. unless you're looking for it. That would be my advice, is, is just enjoy it for what it is and, and be respectful. Fantastic. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me on, mate. Guys, this is Dave from The Sportsman here on Soy 13, and you can get to it down Second Road and on Beach Road. You know, have a look on the Facebook page. I'll put all the links in the description below. Get into it. Come and try the food here. It really is fantastic. Come and have a beer with your man here. 32 years. He's forgotten more than I know. <laughs> I've only been here 10 years. He's forgotten more than I know. All right, so that's it for me today, guys. Thank you very much for watching. As always, please remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Get yourself on Discord. Uh, I'm going to speak to Dave after this and we'll get him on there to share, showcase his menu to you so you can see that on Discord. There's over 16,000 members in there now. So get yourself on there. It's completely free of charge. And if you would like to support the channel, there is a link down in the description below. Uh, membership starts from as little as 89 pence a month. All right, that's it from us. Thank you very much for watching. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.